Good morning, coffee moaners. Good morning if you're here with us on YouTube. Good morning if you're listening to us on podcast. If you're listening to us on podcast, you can't see that the broom, you can't see all the mess that, over there. And that's in the, the stuff corner. I didn't move out of the way. But can I just say, it's beginning to, to look, look a lot like Christmas. Christmas. We are so loving um, reviewing the Christmas. Um, adverts, adverts <clears throat> bringing us out of uh, in and out of um, misery. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that. We've got we've done three back two batches. John, uh, Dina's response to John Lewis's landing today, um, and uh, of course, I want to get to the batch which includes the Amazon one because I don't think the girls have seen it, but the Amazon one I think is particularly heartwarming. And what was the word you were using yesterday? It begins with W. Not well meaning, was it? Don't know. You and you and Lee were using it. What was the term when you say something's not heartwarming, but something's oh, I don't know. Like, not life affirming? No it was, it was a funny anyway. word. It was one of those online words. Oh, oh, wholesome, wholesome, wholesome. We had a wholesome day yesterday, well, didn't that's we? That's what you could call it. We did. We were filming for Vlogmas, but it was also we decided we were just going to check out a bit from the news and just enter into wholesomeness and we had such a good day and honest to goodness the vlogmas stuff that is coming already this year that we've already filmed ahead of time fizzing with fun and frivolity so subscribe to this channel if you haven't already hit the notification bell so that when we start pumping out this really christmas wholesome funny anarchic stuff that is just in a bubble um a bubble from the outside world, you will be told by YouTube that it's uploaded. So don't miss it. How are you guys? What kind of a weekend did you have? Obviously, it was a very uh, uh, tense weekend, wasn't it? It was a, a weekend threaded through with the potential for awfulness. And it looks like, unfortunately, some of that awfulness did did creep through into, into the Peace March. But I think the first thing to say is, wow, 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 that quite so many people, some People are saying 300,000, others are saying 800,000, some are saying a million passed through London uh, for the Peace March um, of all backgrounds, origins, hues, faiths, you name it, um, coming out uh, for peace, marching for peace, uh, principally, obviously pivoting around Palestine, because at the moment that's the, the one side of the equation at the moment that's, that's being actively bombarded, but of course also looking for peace for the hostages. Um and within all of that, I just want to say that what, what tends to happen with the news is they'll home in on the the what they call the counter protesters, which is the far essentially the far right, um, and obviously some of those are really um, you know insensitive and hostile as as the press calls them Hamas sympathisers, people with the you know anti-Semitic slogans or posters and what have you, you know, and there were some in both camps, but it was interesting to see that, and I'd be curious to know what you think. Do you think Suella Braverman um, walked sort of more quickly than we were all expecting this morning, precisely yeah. because so many of the far right, essentially, well, somebody caused asked, most of the violence. Somebody asked on LBC today, didn't they, you know, would she have gone mm. if if fighting had broken out within the march? From if others. what she had predicted had happened, would she have gone? What she predicted 
What, do you mean in terms of Palestinian pre- peace protesters? The peace protesters, you know, the... Yeah, because it didn't, principally, none of the... I mean, that's not to say none of the violence. Obviously, some of the violence did, and there were arrests across the day. But mm. but the active violence, the Metropolitan Police's X feed, Twitter feed, you know, the news that was developing on the day was the increasing number of arrests happening with those who had, in a sense, headed along to protect the Cenotaph. Ooh protect the cenotaph from an imaginary um, sort of group that weren't anywhere near the cenotaph. So when, what did they do when they got to the cenotaph? They didn't have anyone to fight, so they fought the police. Um, <laughs> you couldn't actually write it, could you? God. <laughs> they needed a ring of steel for a ring of, for a ring of steel. Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's like you say, any kind of march or protest, there is always going to be from both sides mm. people that agitate, people that are there for the wrong reasons. But I think mostly we can come away from it saying that people of many faiths walked together. Um, there was some amazing um, footage, really was, mm. wasn't there? Um, you know, as Mark says, campaigning for this, for the ceasefire for for Palestinians and also, of course, for the hostages that are trapped in there with mm. these bombs going off 24-7. So, you know, I know Suella wanted everybody to think that people that were marching were hate marchers. And I think it's a beautiful thing that, of course, there were some, but the vast majority were out there asking for the same thing, which is for this madness now to stop. Um, so what do we think? Do we think if what she had predicted had happened, would she still be in her job? Or do you think, because I don't know enough about the machinations of politics, or will this have been being prepared for quite a few days? I don't, I don't, think, I don't think this has been being, being, being prepared for quite a few no. days. Obviously, I, I just want to read this because then off the back of this, I just want to make an observation. Molly 26 Rose, journalists on Sky and others are saying they're being told by sources it was actually the homelessness is a lifestyle choice which ignited Sunak's decision to sack her. Oh. Uh, well, let's just pause. I don't agree. I think that's what the Conservative Party are going to want to put out there mm. as the reason, because it's a much stronger, less polarising, potentially, uh, you know, clearly kind of, uh, you know, insensitive and not, not right. But it, I think they want it to be about that rather than about what it is about, which is a total cleft down the middle of the Conservative mm. Party. Because in a sense, it's easier to get behind this whereas it's, and mobilise people around has insensitivity around homelessness than I think it is. But for, not for, for the Tory, not for many members of the Tory party, which well, fully what, agree with what she'd said about Well, that's homelessness. why I disagree. That's why I don't think it's that at all. I, 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 I personally think that there was a bit of a rearguard action across the weekend and towards the end of last week, worried that there could be some kind of legal connection drawn between what she was saying and what could have kicked off in a much bigger way. I mean, in the end, I think the police the police did well, an incredible... no doubt about it. She did put the police at risk by what she said. the police did an incredibly uh, yeah, difficult they were, job. I mean, they were, you know, yeah. You know, I mean, and apparently at one point they had to create a lock-in at a pub to prevent, oh God, yes, to prevent the that. protesters, counter-protesters. It's like someone said, why are, we call it, why, are we, why are we giving them the sort of, you know, if you've got Hamas sympathisers who, who are horrific, then why are we giving them this sort of almost kind of slightly posh name, counter-protesters? Many of them didn't know what the hell was going on. Some well, of them looked like they didn't even know their own name. Well, some of them didn't know the roads they were on. Oh, my God. They didn't realise that Waterloo and Charing Cross were on opposite sides of the river. They and then they had to walk. What did you think? What do you think, guys? What do you think? How did you feel when you saw the news this morning about Suella? So, for anyone who doesn't know, Suella Bravman is—they're saying she's been sacked. She's going to be able to kind of. She's going to be able to say it's a reshuffle. 
but I'm in a reshuffle as a second. Yeah. How can you refuse to be reshuffled? Somebody was saying on the radio today, they think some people will refuse. Can you do that? Can uh, you refuse a demotion? I don't think you can. Um, oh, sorry, me too. Uh, I bet Rishi took some pleasure as Sunak never wanted her in the cabinet. Yes, absolutely. There was, she was, what, yes, he felt, yes, bet, at bet, the time there was like, felt, felt there was pressure, wasn't Beth it? Beth Scammell, Suella wanted to get sacked. She can now claim she's been martyred and start building support for her leadership bid. She'll take the right wing fraction. Yeah, factions and fractions with her. Um, I agree. I agree. I think this all plays, you see, for me, the whole idea of her being sacked or not, yes, it's a kind of, it's a pyrrhic victory because, in a sense, what it will allow people to do is see she's speaking for those of us who, can't, who haven't got a voice. It's weird, isn't it, that the only people I hear banging on about not having a voice are people who allegedly don't have a voice. And we don't actually hear from people who genuinely don't have a voice. It's weird, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? So. It's really true. It's like all I ever hear on the radio, I don't have a voice. She's speaking for the unspeaking majority. Minority. <laughs> Hang on a minute. You're all telling us that you're speaking all the bloody time because everyone else is so scared to speak. Because there's so many people out there who want to throw insults and barbed threats and all this kind of stuff at you. So I, I'm sorry. I think this, 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 it's like when Rupert Murdoch recently said something about the privileged classes who, I, I was thinking, hang on a minute, you've dictated who's run this country for the last 30 years. Are you including yourself in that? It's, it's, all very, very strange. So what do people Cambo. think? I think they waited for this weekend to be over with to see if there was any aggro. I think you're right. I think it was a I think they were wait it was a wait and see. So do you think if there was enough aggro, more aggro, she might have kept her job? That's what I that's what I'm on. You mean when you say aggro, you mean from the peace protesters. If what she had predicted had happened, would she still be in her job? Do yes. we think? Yes. What do you think? Guys? I do, I do. Absolutely. Do you? Yeah, absolutely. Though I, though I genuinely think machinations would, would have been, you know, the, the mechanics and wheels of kind of politics were moving, thinking, oh, shit. I think there's a huge sigh of relief that it wasn't worse than it was. I really do. And I yeah. think that's partly because most of the counter-protesters didn't have an A to Z. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did have an A to Z and it was out of date. So what about David Cameron? Let's talk about David Cameron. Faith Goodman. David Cameron is now a Lord and Foreign Secretary. Do you think he pitched himself yesterday after the Cenotaph service? I only forgotten... I had forgotten he's only 57 years old. He's younger than you, David Cameron. Right. Oh, sorry, I just thought I'd mention that. Well, I um, like being my age. Can I just tell us your thoughts on David Cameron? I just want to say something quite quickly, an observation about, about a genre of politician that I find quite curious. Mm. Old conservatives. We are in an odd situation where old conservatives seem like a warm cuddle, increasingly. So suddenly yeah. Theresa May doesn't seem so bad. Um, David Cameron, I have to say... You know who I think should have come back? Who? Amber Rudd. Hang on. Let's try and remind myself. Which one's Amber Rudd? Amber Rudd. I thought you were going to say was, Michael Heseltine. Was, was very, she was Ooh. Home Secretary. And she oh, was actually, right, yeah. whenever I heard her speak, I found her a very decent and fair speak. I mean, I don't know a lot about her. But just that's what I felt. And I felt she was, she was, she was quite thrown under the bus, wasn't she, yeah. for something that had happened, I can't remember now, before her time. Me too, says went, Cameron is a liberal conservative. I mean, I think, yeah. yeah he's a liberal he conservative. But, but Amber Rudd was a good woman, in my opinion. What well, do you think, there, guys, there Amber Rudd? Well, that would have been a good step back. But also, how weird for Cameron to come back as... Foreign Secretary. Secretary. So he's coming back as Foreign Secretary. Has foreign he accepted sec yet? Yes, he has. And oh, I've got his officially speech. accepted. Got his okay, what does it say? I've got what he says. Here he is. David Cameron says, um, uh, oh, where's it gone? Is David Cameron the most pro, uh, 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 David Cameron appointed ministers have confirmed that Lord Cameron 
is the UK Prime Minister. Sorry, I did have his bloody comment. Here's Cameron Secure's top job. And let me see. He did give a statement saying... Da, 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 da. But it, is it just unbelievably bland? Matt Hancock, <laughs> return of Cameron is a brilliant decision. Matt Hancock, yeah. oh, God. I don't think Matt Hancock's, yeah, Hancock's opinions on yeah. anything. In a oh, the health, the health minister has quit in the reshuffle. I'm wondering yeah. if he's one of the ones that sort of supported Braverman. Uh, Cameron criticised foreign aid budget cut when Sunak was Chancellor. Um, there was a state hanging Cameron. In, 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 no, you got them. No, no, no I'm not. Previous. I'm not. Yeah. Oh. No, here we go. David Cameron has cited wars in Ukraine and Gaza as he cited a daunting set of international challenges facing the UK as he was appointed foreign secretary. We are facing a daunting set of international challenges, including the war in Ukraine and the crisis in the Middle East. At this time of profound global change, it's rarely been more important for this country to stand by our allies, strengthen our partnerships and make sure our voice is heard. Hmm. I mean, he's going to be key in the Mid Middle Eastern scenario. He's going to be key. Now, you know, the government aren't, there's not suddenly going to be a sort of holding the torch to Israel's feet, if you like, in terms of the continuing bombardment. But what we can only hope for is a slight lessening of the sort of rhetoric and, and perhaps a little bit of grown up kind of rationalizing behind mm. the scenes. And, and, and maybe, maybe, maybe he's the right person for that. Who knows? I don't know. So um, what about Home Secretary? So who will replace... James Cleverly. Oh, that's for sure now. Yeah, James, oh, right. James Cleverly. Sorry, I had lots of calls this morning, so I'm catching up with Mark. So James Cleverly has right. been given her job. Um, he's been moved from Foreign Secretary to replace her mm -hmm. in the in the Home Office. Um, I found him, he's been particularly, I mean, I think he chimes from a similar song sheet to Braverman. I mean, you know, we're dealing with Tories. It's like, it's like, <laughs> dealing saying, with we're dealing with, I mean, you, you know, we're looking for shards of fucking humanity and hope in there. <laughs> not humanity. Of light. No, no, not, not humanity, but shards of just kind of non-vested interests. I think this is the problem I have with everything at the moment. It's like everyone's hedging their bets about where their vested interests are and what they shouldn't. Just go with what feels right and wrong. And everything at the moment, in this scenario, certainly in the Middle East, feels wrong. It just feels wrong what's happening now. It's it's we're we're past, past, past the immediacy of the, you know, the 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 hostilities which are continuing in Gaza and are continuing for the hostages. There has to be a way of resolving this for both sides. Mm. And I still believe a ceasefire is the answer. Mm. You know. So I, I mean, you know, and you know, and I think, unfortunately, I think we have a government that's going to forever say that a ceasefire isn't the answer. And, and and then there'll come a moment where suddenly everyone goes, oh, a ceasefire is the answer. And then, yeah. and then everyone will go, well, wait on. You, we said it last Monday. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's madness. It's madness. How do you all feel? Uh, Faith Goodman, I find David Cameron a bit slimy. Um, <laughs> Dear Heart, I'm surprised Blair isn't back. Uh, Dawny Harvey, Mickey Mouse has been seen going in to replace Rishi Sunak. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um... Murden Alley, they're trying to appeal to blue wall voters in the south of England, a.k.a. uni-educated liberal Tories who are horrified by this move to the right and are appalled by Suella. I hope, I hope there is a sort of just liberalising of, I just think, a humanising. I just think we need to humanise things. Um, yeah. Yes, we are. April. Are you doing daily vlogs yes, for vlogmas? Vlogmas is, is certainly coming back. So, yeah. So, um, Suella so, is gone. Suella is gone. That's a good move. So there we go. Uh, Molly 26 Rose, he's utterly deplorable, the architect of austerity, the pioneer of what became Brexit, and only two years since the Greens Hill law. Yep. 
Couldn't agree. Couldn't agree. I'd be fine with Cameron and Blair, to be fair, says MeTube. Uh, Beth Scammell, James Cleverly is centrist. Okay. Well, let's hope we just hear a, a, a ratcheting down of the of the sort of ex, sort of I don't know sort of insightful kind of language. Mm. That's that's what we need. We need to sort of calm calm things down. Calm things down. Um, in other news, obviously, we've talked an awful lot about Israel and Palestine in the Gaza Strip. The WHO, World Health Organization, uh, have said that Al-Shifa Hospital is no longer functioning. I think 20 of 35 hospitals are now no longer working or functioning in the Gaza Strip. The Israeli Defense Force have announced that they have conducted 4,300 strikes on the Gaza Strip during their military campaign against Hamas. Uh, the Palestinian Red Crescent have issued a statement uh, claiming that heavy gunfire is continuing in the vicinity of the Al-Quds hospital. You know, and again, we'll say it once, we've said it many times, what about all of the innocent civilians and hostages caught up in this? Surely a ceasefire to negotiate both freedom of the hostages and the end to the death of innocent civilians is human. not... The most human thing that can happen A contentious now. thing, is the it? The most human thing. To see one doctor after another pleading on social media, begging and pleading, weeping. There was one today, he moved me so much. He was being interviewed and she said, well, why, you, you've got to leave. And he was crying. He said, do you think I went to medical school to leave my patients? Mm -hmm. You know, and they're accepting that they're going to die in the hospitals. Mm -hmm. So you, you can, you know, human a human heart is only going to say... Stop whatever side, and it's such a shame that it can only be sides and that the, the grey bit in the middle can't be seen. But yeah, where weird, whichever way you're coming from, surely enough now we need to, we need to, to, to stop, you know. And as like I've said many times on here, whether you are a family member of a hostage or whether you are an innocent Palestinian, not a Hamas fighter, it, it, it's, it's, it's not fair. It's just not fair. I mean, I think a really important thing to say, and I think we've said this literally from the minute this started, this tragic sort mm -hmm. of latest episode, there is a clear distinction between the behaviour of the Israeli government and uh, Netanyahu and rogue elements within the IDF, a complete difference between them and the Israeli people. Vast numbers, swathes, hundreds of thousands of people yeah, disagree with Netanyahu and, and, and the whole their whole policy in Palestine. Likewise, to conflate every Palestinian with Hamas. And I think that's done because, you know, there have been in the past, you know, as democratic as any democracy is, let's face it. I mean, what democrat what democracy is truly democratic? But, you know, the idea that Hamas have been voted for, that, that's used as an, as, an, as an argument, if you like, I think in, in some quarters in Israel to say that everyone in Palestine is guilty of, of Hamas. And you've got to get out of that. I mean, we've just got to get out of that. We, we've certainly got to get out of it now. I mean, I, it, it, the tragedy of losing so many lives on both sides mm. is you get to a point where you think, so are we just going to lose more lives until we get to a point that has to come? It's like when you have an, an argument, we'll I mean, have to stop you know, where some someone point. said, this will have to stop. Yeah. So why don't we stop this now? Because yeah. we will save all those lives for today for both sides. Yeah. Um, and just finally on that, I just want to say one other final thing. Indonesia, obviously, there's big protests. I think they're meeting with Blinken in a, in a meeting. I also just want to say I've noticed something creeping through in the mainstream press and in opinion and online. It's really interesting to watch how the West, let's, let's, let's say the US and the UK and parts, not all of, the EU, 
What arrogance, what arrogance, because it's like every other country that gets mentioned when they either call for a ceasefire or accuse Israel of genocide or whatever, whatever though, whatever those other countries say, it's like everyone just goes, so? It's mm. like they're irrelevant. Mm. And I find it, there is, there is a, well, there's like a global racism going on yeah. as well. It's what, it's what America says, isn't it? But it's astonishingly, That's... it's not even two-faced. It's just like, oh, so what if Colombia said, oh, what, Brazil? Sod it. Oh, South Africa? Sorry. <laughs> Indonesia? Oh, Spain? Well, <laughs> what? I mean, we're... so until you get to what? The person in, the, in your <laughs> f- f- folder that goes, yes, oh, yeah, they, they agree. <laughs> it's just, just weird. It's just weird. Okay, well, let's talk about something a little bit lighter, shall we? Um, what was I going to? Oh, look, check, check this out, guys. Check this out. What do you think of this? I've had to turn the music off. Oh, hang on, wait for it. Oh, where's that? Wait for it. Look at this. Look at this. Mm. This only starts a bit like Christmas. Christmas. LEDs. Every day. Actually, oh, LEDs. Is it a light emitting diode? (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Might be. I don't know. Is it light emitting? Do- I don't know. Is it- oh, look, and they're doing oh. it's cash donations for what? For something or other. But I, I just love this. I love this madness. Raising, Raising money to the teenage uh, cancer, cancer trust. trust. Oh. Starting in September the 1st, neighbours will fully support the display. So does the village. Oh, wow. Oh, look my God. Well, Jill. Oh, my God. Oh, well done, I mean, Edward Bevington does say global warming started right there. Um, oh, wow. No, but LED is very low. It's very low Low emitting diode, is it? Yes. Oh, light emitters. It is light emitters. Oh, 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 I think that's beautiful. Should we just... I know we... I know, I know You're going to should... donate to them. Are you? Yeah, I am. Oh. Look at all the... Lo- look at what they're doing there. They're doing something beautiful to give everyone an R moment and, and raising money for really important charity. I mean, God... What a beautiful way to do it. I just want to share a detail about, about what makes all of you bring something really special to this, 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 this community. All of you do. And I want to show, share with you something that MeTube's brought to this community this morning that just kind of sums up MeTube. Fun fact about LEDs, they are never actually on. They are continuously on and off. <laughs> what Brilliant. does that mean? Um, it means they're doing that. I love that detail. They've set the so bar really high. Mean they're no, does that mean they're, they're dangerous for people with... Um... You're just worried about what? Oh, uh, e- epilepsy. Yeah, um, if it's like flickering. Because they don't look like the flickering. Cambo, do they? I can't enjoy that for the anxiety of that energy bill. <laughs> oh, yeah, where is this? Let me let me share with you where this is. I have got the story here somewhere. Uh, this is in. Where is it? Uh, 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 oh, God, it's, uh, oh, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Look at the whole house. Just trying to find... Oh, How never... long did that take? Uh... Oh, my God. When I think... Oh, it doesn't say. How long it takes for us to just put up a bloody string of lights. Yeah. Incredible. I love the idea that maybe, obviously we don't know, we did the whole community get together and put it up. I love that. I don't think they've named where he is, probably for fear of someone probably coming along and vandalising. That might have been his. Don't say that. Well, no, maybe. I mean, it doesn't, it literally doesn't say. It literally doesn't say. Anyway, we love Um, it. We love it. I love it. I mean, it's going to make... Well, I can't even believe what Nadia and Dean are proposing this year. I can't even believe it. For Vlogmas. Okay, well, let's move on. Another weird eye-popping story uh, is this. This was seen, this happened in, in Rome. Is, uh, what, I think a village or a town near Rome. 
uh, imagine this if this, if you were looking out of your window and this happened Madonna Santa Oh my god Mamma mia It's a lot <gasps> Oh my god Oh my god <laughs> He's standing by a gate man you're going to take a seat. Such oh, a beautiful lion. Yeah, so this is, uh, <laughs> Mamma Mia, this is an escaped circus lion prowls the streets of a town near Rome. Imagine that. Oh Imagine driving God. around and then you, and then you, and then you come across that. Oh, there you go. Madonna Santa. He's a handsome boy, isn't he? Good job. Mamma I love the way you're sort of standing where normally people put pillars with lions on. So funny, because of course we're all totally terrified, and he's probably just going, oh, he's quite interesting, bit of a yeah, change. Yeah, he's like looking around, he's going, maybe he's waiting for an Uber. He's waiting for an Uber. But how does any circus allow a lion to escape? Shame on them. Shame on them. Well, there you go, guys. Good story. Yeah, there you go. That's a sort of and finally, though. Let's hope it was an and finally that it got caught and put back in its cage. Poor thing. Should be in the wild. The lion was let loose. Okay, guys. Well, there you go. A slightly shorter uh, No Name no name Sunday show. Go and check out the No Name Sunday show. There's some fun little, there's a fun clip in there of Lee for any family guests. It's Very funny. hysterical. We were going to drop it here, but I couldn't, couldn't grab and it. And also, guys, um, don't forget to check out our reactions to the Christmas. Um, Absolutely. Commercials, Christmas if you're wanting a bit of a break, yeah, from and life. also it's sunny now because we're going to get yeah, massive just, rainbows. Yeah, there's one flying literally out of wow, my Wow, because right I now. can't believe that it's now hot. It's, it's hot. That was to like trot. a tropical rainstorm. Nads, we're in the rainy season. We are. Raindrops are falling on my head. That's, That's why I need to go for 